I really felt strongly that I'm creating content that I create at one time in the course, and then I'm able to continue to offer that. So why would the price point be so incredibly high that people can't access it? Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Oh my gosh, y'all, you are in for a treat today. Today's podcast, I am interviewing Tiffany Hill. She is the pink crumb with two Bs over on Instagram. Her community is the Think Pink Bakers, and she is an online baking community, but her business is truly incredible. We're going to talk all the things business, growing, scaling, mindset, but she is a 53-year-old grandmother of nine children who started this business, who has literally created this massive community in the last basically two and a half years of starting. You guys, Tiffany was such a joy. Please, please, please go follow her. And if you have ever thought about creating your own baking business of any kind, you must join her community because we talk all about the fact that she was very strategic in the fact that her community is only $5 a month, $5 a month to join this amazing teaching community. You guys, today's episode was such a treat. Please, please, please share it with a friend. Y'all, today's podcast is going to be so good because I am just so curious. I told Tiffany right before we hit record, I was like, actually stop. Don't tell me any of the things because I want all of this goodness recorded for the podcast. So Tiffany Hill is joining me. She is the pink crumb over on Instagram. Think pink bakers. Thanks for being here. You are very welcome. Thanks for having me. Oh my God. I'm so excited because I was just telling Tiffany before we hit record and just the only two minutes we connected that we only have like one mutual connection on Instagram. I don't understand how I started following her. I am definitely not a baker, but I love your videos. I love your story. So I went down the rabbit hole and then I was like, I'm just going to reach out to this woman because she is like the perfect person for deciding it was her turn and the confidence and the fear and the overwhelm and creating what is now an unbelievable business. So I'm so excited to get to dive into all the things. I'm excited to share. (laughs) I'm like, I'm happy to be here after hearing all that. Oh my God. So exciting. So tell everyone kind of who you are and then we'll kind of really dive into it. Like who you are, what you do. 
Okay, so I'm Tiffany Hill. I am a home baker. I had a very traditional longtime career prior to launching my home bakery. I always baked on the side. Um, but nowadays, I still run my home bakery, but I primarily teach other home bakers how to operate their home bakery and how to have the confidence to launch their home bakery and how to just kind of get going with that and, and really truly make sure that it is profitable and they keep their passion for baking. Oh my gosh. Yes. It is like a God thing. I don't know if you're a person of faith, but it is such a God thing for me that like what exactly what you said, because it's, I don't do it through baking, but I'm like so passionate about people like making money and absolutely loving their lives and doing all of the things. So I have a question that I think is probably helpful to ask did you love your life prior to this situation or were you, because for myself, I know we don't know each other. I was very much like I was a professional athlete. I was modeling. I was television. I did. I was doing something that like was very out of alignment, even though it looked amazing. Um, it was what I was told to do and that I thought was going to make me happy. And then huh, newsflash, it didn't. But <laughs> um, were you in alignment with your life before you started this? Well, you know, that's a tricky question. I would say... Um, I wasn't, but I don't know that I was aware that I wasn't. And so I was just doing, you know, what I needed to do. And um, I would say that now on the other side of that, I am much more in alignment. And I can see that clearly now. Um, and, and so I think it was just, you know, going through the journey of trying to discover, well, why, why am I going to make this change? I'm going to make it even though I'm so scared to do so. Um, and now having the hindsight to look back and say, yeah, I mean, I was actually completely out of alignment, just not really recognizing that. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's helpful because I think, you know, I knew I was out of alignment and I think it's helpful for when someone says, you know, I actually didn't realize that I was, but now that I am in alignment, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So for those who don't know Tiffany's Instagram account, head on over there right now. I'm going to tell you guys right now, you guys on your Instagram stories the other day, I was telling my husband this last night at dinner. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm interviewing this woman tomorrow for the podcast. She's going to be the perfect person. I go, babe, look at this. She has had 47 thousand people take one of your courses in the last two years. Is that, is that a true statistic? Uh, well, that is kind of true. <laughs> so there are over 6,000 people, bakers in the community and them combined, they have enrolled in 47,000 courses. So some of them, a lot of them take multiple courses. So that statistic is correct. Well, no, I'm that is correct. Sure Let's just say that that is unbelievably correct because I will be honest with you. Anyone who knows anything about this business knows that even having 6,000 people in a community is ungodly and amazing in such a short period of time. You know, I've interviewed yes. um, Ashley Alderson, who has one of the biggest communities in the whole entire world, the Boutique Hub. And, you know, I think she had, do you know her? Where do you host all of your platform? Is it Thinkific? Is it? Huh. It's Thinkific. Thinkific. Um, I think she's Kajabi. And I believe in Kajabi, she is the number one community in the world on Kajabi, which is like, you, as you really? know, yeah. Ashley Alderson, the boutique hub. It's unbelievable. I think she has 60,000 people in her community. But anyway, you have 6,000 people in your community. And I think this is so amazing because anyone who knows anything, creating a community online 
is not a small feat. And what you have been able to do is truly spectacular. And I, I obviously like want to dive all into that. But how did this actually come about? Because I know that people are now that you guys realize how big of a deal Tiffany really is and what she's been able to create, like this is extraordinary. How did this all come about? Because I want everyone to kind of hear the full thing and we'll talk about all the fears and the decisions and the emotions along the way. But how did this come about? Tell us. Well, you know, in my prior career, I was doing something similar. I was creating teacher credentialing programs, submitting them to the state of California, getting approval, and then individuals who needed to start earning an income tomorrow could join the teacher credentialing program while they were working full-time in their own classroom. So they were called interns. So it was very cost-effective for them. They were able to start earning an income and then my team and I, we were there to help support them through there. So they were real, they had a very, very busy schedule. So when I decided that I was going to shift to entrepreneurship, I needed a program like that. I knew nothing. I didn't, I didn't have a business sense. I did not believe that I had an entrepreneurial mind at all. Um, and nothing really existed that was kind of a full program of here's how you handle marketing on social media. Here's the best place to sell. Here's what you can do to start earning an income right away. Because um, I had walked away from a career that was, you know, providing me financial means that it was very difficult to walk away from that. Um, and so I, I just had to really learn through the ropes. And then as I started to gain some momentum, Instagram sent me an invite to start their new subscription. They had like a subscription where people could subscribe to your account. And I actually started with that. I thought, well, maybe I can start sharing all my tips in like a subscriber area of my Instagram. That was in, I believe, November of last year. And that took off pretty quickly. And what I realized was that well, Instagram is not a course platform. So I'm really struggling to get my content in a manner that I would prefer because I was coming from a background in course creation. And I'm like, Instagram's fabulous, but it's not the best place to house a course. So I was trying to find all these workarounds. So then I thought, you know, I need to take this out of Instagram and really truly do it justice and start a community on a website platform or a course platform, which is what led me to Thinkific. Um, and I launched the community outside of my social media in March of this year. So that's this how fast it's insane. grown. This is insane. You guys, I literally want you to understand because I know the back, back end world of what you're talking about. And you created a community. Now, were you running paid ads or anything in the beginning to the community? Um, the only thing I do and I still do is I boost my reels if they are a reel that says, um, Something hey, here's the what the community is about. It might help you. Yes. Um, outside of that, I don't do any Facebook ads. I've I've tried. I can't um, to be completely transparent. I can't yeah. really figure out Facebook ads. So if anybody out there knows and they can help me, let me know. But really, it's just been a simple, let me boost this reel. This one will get out to people so they know about the community. Um, very minimal advertising. Unbelievable. Very, But I do have the algorithm. Um, I feel like I have a very good sense of the algorithm on Instagram. So a lot of the reels get pushed out already. 
And I feel like that that is so smart what Tiffany just said there, guys, because everything that I talk about in my coaching is mindset and strategy. And she is saying something that I think is really, really important for you guys, especially in the beginning. If you are boosting something and you do not know that that messaging is 100% bang on. So she is telling you she knows what she needs to put out in order to target her exact ideal client that is looking for something that she's provided. And I think a lot of times people do not have that 100% clearly articulated marketing where they know when they put that content out, it is going to resonate perfectly with their audience. So pay attention to that. Before you go and waste your money, make sure you know exactly who you're talking to, exactly who you're speaking to. And that's what really what Tiffany's saying yes. by she knows what is going to clearly hit home with her audience. Yes, very much so. And and I will say, um, I think that my price point was a really, really I want to talk about this because I okay. think this is genius. I think exactly what you were talking about. You have a very low price point in regards to a lot of online courses. Was that was that something that you very much specifically thought about when you started this? Like the business side of you is you say you weren't an entrepreneur, but I mean, obviously you've got some great business sense because girl, this does not happen, you know, without having some great business sense. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. It, it was a learning curve, um, but I just kept you know, pushing forward. We'll talk um, about the mindset because that's my favorite part, but let's talk about the actual strategy behind it first. Okay. Um, you know, the price point was very intentional. So it is $4.99 a month or $50 for an annual subscription. So it is really, Penny. really low. And the reason why I did that um, was because when I left my career and I knew, okay, I've been baking for three decades, but I've never been brave enough to, to really sell my baked goods. Um, there was a mindset issue there as well. And I knew that I need my profits in my pocket. And so taking courses was not going to be an option because I needed to make money, not be spending money. And so I knew there's other bakers out there who are in either a similar position or possibly even a more desperate position, and they need to learn how to do this. And taking their profits from them is not really something that's going to be helpful. And I, I really felt strongly that I'm creating content that I create at one time in the course, and then I'm able to continue to offer that. So why would the price point be so incredibly high that people can't access it? So I really had to ask myself, you know, do I wanna impact 20 people or do I wanna impact 20,000 people? And I would want to impact 20,000 people. So how can I price this in a manner where any baker who needs to earn money is able to take my program and not feel that, can I afford that? And of course, there are still, I mean, I am not trying to say that anybody can afford it because there are still situations where you just can't. But at least I felt that there would be a much higher percentage of bakers who could benefit from that without feeling that guilt of, should I spend money on this? And ultimately it worked. And, you know, I'll tell you, um, somebody reached out to me a couple months ago and said, hey, and I don't know if I should say this publicly or not, but I'm going to anyways. I love it. 
<laughs> um, she reached out to me and she said, you know, there's another baking coach who made a comment and I think it was derogatory and I think it was aimed at you, but they did not use your name. And they referred to you as um, the $5 baking teacher. Mm. And you know what I own at first I was kind of like, mm, well, you know, whatever. But then I kind of thought about it. It's kind of crossed my mind the last couple of months off and on. And I'm like, I think I'm going to change my Instagram bio to that. Like, I think I'm just going to own it. And that is who I am. And not only is it $5, it's the best quality course resource program you're ever going to find. So I don't know. It was just kind of um, the price point has been an interesting journey in regards to whether or not I did the right thing. And I think I absolutely did 100%. Well, I always say that, you know, there's no right or wrong decision. It's just making the decision, right? A lot of people stay on the fence and that'll lead us into the mindset stuff in a quick question. But one thing that I do say, so my programs are definitely a lot more expensive than what you charge. However, you know, one thing that I have always said is when you pay, you pay attention. Do you find, and maybe this is maybe, you know, you could blow my theory out of the water right here, but I, I still, I still trust what I, what I believe, but um, do you find that since you are such a low price point that people don't use the resource the way that they probably could or should use it because it is, you know, let's say you pay the $50 investment or you're getting that $5 a month taken off your credit card. Do you feel that people just ignore it? Because it is crazy to say, and I've said this on this podcast before, I used to do group programs before I switched to just the one-on-one -on -one model. And um, I have had people pay me $1,500 a month, $2,000 a month that do not show up. Mind blowing, mind blowing that they do yeah. not use it for $2,000 a month. So my question has you, have you seen that people just, you know, don't really give a shit because it's only five bucks a month? No, I think that's a really, really good point. And I, and I agree. I can 100% agree with your um, thought process on price point when it comes to if you pay a lot for something, you're it's more likely you're going to finish the program. And so I think that there is a lot of validity to that. I have found that that's the case with a lot of individuals. I've addressed that by um, adding some layers now. So there's a new plan. It's called Platinum. And it's still not ultra pricey. It's double the regular pink plan. That one is more for bakers who are really ready to start heading and expanding their bakery and, and really ready for the next level. Um, there's also some one-on-one -on -one consultation packages coming in. Now, that price point is going to be completely different because I'm going to be... Time for money, know, baby. Yes, yes. So that price point will be very, very different. But I love the fact that just like in my home bakery, I try to have price points for everyone because somebody wants to spend hundreds of dollars for a custom cake. Somebody else would just like a slice of cake. So I try to have price points for everyone. Um, I think that's wise in my community too, that if you want to spend more and you want more resources, that option is there for you. But if you're just starting or you're not even sure if you're going to open a bakery yet or, you know, that lower price point will help you get in the door at least. So 
I don't know. That's how I think about it. No, I love it. And I also do feel like, I think it's a, you know, I always say it's like a both and in the fact that like both, yes, people can pay when they pay attention, but also at the same time too, your job is, and I always say that there's three jobs in my, in my job, in what I do, there's my job, there's my client's job and there's God's job. I I'm only in charge of one job and I know that God's taking care of his job, but I can't make my clients do anything just like you you have provided the resource to the bakers, but you only you did your job. They got to do their job, whether it's $5 or $5,000, it's their job to do. So I love that. I think we can, you can go many ways. So everyone out there, you can be successful and make an impact and make an income charging a high price point and you can do it with a low price point as well. And I love the fact that we're, we're talking about such a low price point because, you know, a lot of, a lot of people feel like you have to charge these extreme prices in order to make a price point or to make a profit. And clearly you don't. So let's go back to the mindset behind starting. So this really kind of came about kind of pandemic time. Is that correct? Like 2020, you talked about it on your website. You were going to farmer's markets. Your daughters encouraged you to like, all right, mom, let's do this damn thing. So how did that kind of come about where you're like, okay, I I, I think I'm going to do this thing before the, was, was the courses before, or, or did you start going to the farmer's markets with the goods and then you started thinking, okay, how do I really scale this? Well, um, kind of all of the above. So first, my daughter launched a business. We were not an entrepreneurial family at all. Um, and she launched her own business and she is just, this is very aligned to her. She's very strong at it. And, and so I was kind of watching her journey and then COVID hit and we were working remotely from home and I have nine grandchildren. Oh, wow. Girl. And I was, yes, I was, she's, she's my oldest. Um, and so I was really, I had been feeling for a while that I went into my career in education to be more present with my children. And that had happened while they were young, but then I ended up just kind of climbing the ladder, I guess you could say. And the further I went, um, the further my job became more stressful, more high pressured. I wasn't home a lot. I was traveling a lot. And so COVID, like for all of us, just was kind of a reset. And I thought, okay, I'm I'm being pulled away from my family a lot. And as much as I find purpose there, um, I'm ready for that to change. Or I'm not ready to return to that really is what happened. Um and so I decided to just start my own little side business. And it was really rocky at first. I didn't know what I was doing. I was selling sprinkles. Mindset was a big part of it. My daughter was selling a product. So I thought, well, I guess you just sell a product. I, my husband said, why are you Sprinkles, not like the things bake? that go on top of cakes? Mm-hmm, like oh, gourmet, okay. custom. My husband was like, why are you not selling your baked goods? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. No. And he was like, I, I really think that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's what you're really good at. Um, and so when it came time for me to really make a decision about my career and really bite the bullet and consider leaving, it was my daughters who were like, mom, you really need to be selling your baked goods. Why don't you just go to a farmer's market um, and just start there? Well, I'm very introverted, not an outgoing person. That did not sound fun to me at all. And, but they kept encouraging me. So I did it. I went and I sold out. And I had literally 
Christina taken like, I think 36 slices of cake. I had given at least eight of them away to my grandkids who were there. So I sold maybe, I don't know, 20 something. And I was thrilled. It was such a confidence booster. My daughters really helped me. They're like, mom, you got to give out samples and walk around, give out samples. But it was a confidence booster. So from there, I thought, you know what? If I go out into the community, I know I can start earning money right away because I'm going to the customers instead of waiting for them to find me. And that launched a six-month journey of me going to the market twice per week, taking much, much more than 36 slices of cake. I was running a whole bakery out of that market. Um, And I just kept sharing that journey on Instagram. So when it came time to the courses, as I was sharing that journey, I realized that people out there are very, very intrigued by how to do this. And that's when I started creating the courses and sharing, you know, what had been going well, what had not been going well, don't do this, do do this, those types of things. And so that's how it evolved. I love that. You guys, one thing that Tiffany said, and I, I pointed out pretty much on every podcast is that I truly believe confidence is built by taking action. She didn't wake up confident. She didn't wait till this magical time. She took an action and she built confidence along the way. Do you believe that that's true? Oh, 100%. Everyone's 100%. waiting I... to feel confident. No, you start by taking an action and that's where the, con- it's a muscle, it's built. Yeah. And even still, um, I still feel that even at this point, there are things I'm bringing products back in. So we're bringing in a line. I haven't even announced this to um, my community yet, but we will be bringing in some products that we'll be shipping. Scared to death about that. Yeah, I'm going to do it anyways. Oh. I mean, and this is, you know, this is after I have experienced success every time. When I launched the plot, the platinum plan, I was very, very it, imposter syndrome going on. I launched it anyway. So it's like, I just, I recognize that that voice is there to protect me and say, now careful, you don't want to be too vulnerable and get hurt. And I just have to always tell that little voice, well, thank you, but I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead anyways. And it's, it's the voice is never going to go away. It's always going to be there. It literally is like new level, new devil. Like I have clients who are making their first thousand and I have clients who are making multiple seven figures. And you guys, the problems just change. The numbers just change, but like none of this crap goes away. It does not matter. Like there is no level. There is no secret sauce. There is, you know, no course, no coach, no nothing that can actually help you make those things all go away until it's like perfect one day. Hey, y'all, it's Christina. Just jumping in here for two quick seconds to first of all, say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a subscriber or leaving us a five-star review or leaving us a comment or really thank you for copying that link and sending this episode to someone who may need it. It's how we get the podcast out. You know, there's no advertisements on this podcast and it's just how we get the message out from myself and my guests because This is really why I'm showing up each week is to help people decide it's their turn. And the second thing is I just wanted to let you know that every week I tell you, text me the word podcast or coach to 501-222-3362 or send me a message on Instagram. 
Both of those ways connect with me directly. And if you've ever had any questions about my one-on-one coaching, you know, on this podcast all the time, I talk about my clients and the results that they're getting. And perhaps you've thought to yourself, well, gosh, what does a coach even do? Or gosh, I need to level up and I need someone to help me get to that next level. If that's ever something that you have thought about, text me 501-222-3362. Ask me any questions. That is a direct connection to me. You guys, I show up, do this podcast, pay thousands of dollars each month to produce it because because I love it. I love serving my clients. I love serving you. And I'm so grateful that you're here. So thank you again for listening. If you've never connected with me, send me a text 501-222-3362. Just text me the word podcast or coach. You and I will talk back and forth and I'll be able to serve you in the capacity that I can, or we'll jump on a free clarity call to see if working with a coach is something that you need to get to the next level of life or business. You guys, I'm so grateful. Thank you for listening to the podcast and enjoy the rest of the episode. We're all, you know, I don't know if you believe this is true, but I'm sure you do as successful as you are. We're all getting our ass kicked every single day. So it's just a matter of how fast can you get through it? Yeah, absolutely. And you really don't. I mean, I will say that now in comparison to two years ago, when I started to um, hit the markets and those types of things, I am a different individual when it comes to confidence in my business, for sure. But that's only because I've I've learned, you know, I, I wouldn't have learned anything had I not started. And even still, if I try to make a little change or I know um, earlier this week, we were kind of looking at some warehouse spots and retail type spots. And it's like huge fear. Again, anytime it's something we haven't experienced before, we're going to have those doubts creep in. But we've got to experience them to start to view ourselves as uh, knowledgeable in that area. Absolutely. There's no other way around it. (laughs) No, exactly. And I think so many people, you guys, like, I really want you to hear this because Tiffany's created something that's so magical, serving so many humans. She absolutely loves to do it, but she wouldn't do it if she wouldn't have you know, quit overthinking all of the next steps. And I I would love to talk about that. You know, like I talk about that all the time, like what I do today versus what I do 10 years ago. I mean, if I would have thought to today, oh my God, paralyzed, you know, wouldn't have done any of it. And, and then moving through the fear and, and making those next steps, uh, something I, I would love for you to kind of talk about if you can think about something, but like, where has a time been in this journey over the last couple of years that you have quote unquote failed or got your ass kicked? <laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> what example do you want to give? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, let me pull from my list. Yeah. Um, well, there's two examples I'd like to share. The first was when I launched my sprinkle, my little sprinkle business. Um, I launched a course alongside that for cake decorating because I knew that that was something that I had skill in was decorating cakes. And I knew that I had um, a skill set in creating course content because of my career. And so I launched that and I think over the course of a year, I maybe had four or five people enroll in that course. And in hindsight, um, I didn't have an audience. I had not done the work that needed to be done to really um, start building, you know, trust all of those things that we know go along with individuals being able to actually provide value to them. And so that was just like, okay, well, that was a wonderful learning experience. 
that experience really, really helped me when I did launch my full spectrum of courses, though. So I think it was still so beneficial. Um, another time was when I was going to markets and I decided I'm going to rearrange my entire booth. Every time I come, I sell out. I'm just such a big deal. <laughs> you know, so many people just want to come and buy my cake. And I'm going to rearrange my entire booth and make it more like a little storefront where you walk in. Well, I think I made maybe $40 that day. It was the most uncomfortable day ever. Everybody just walked by us. I was frustrated because when you're spending five or six hours at an event and there's really nothing that's happening. And I knew, I knew it was the change. I knew what I had done wrong. I knew it was not wise in hindsight, but it was a learning lesson for me that, you know, don't change something that's working and seek input from people as to, you know, normally I had all of my food on full view. Everybody could see it. So that was just a humbling experience. And I, both of those were humbling experiences. And I would say that I live for those moments because that is when I learn the, the most. That is when I walk away saying, why did that happen? What will I do differently next time? And how can I teach on that? Because this might be helpful to other people. That's exactly it, right? So you took that and to be able to serve your clients now, but really listen to what Tiffany said there, guys, like she actually lives for those, you know, I've heard so many successful people over the years. And I mean, I feel the same that, you know, you learn so much more from your losses than you do your successes. Like, you know exactly what to do now in those situations. And you wouldn't have gotten that lesson had you not got your butt kicked that day. Oh, yeah. And I mean, there's been several others where, you know, I make a decision. And at the time that I make it, I cannot see the future. As soon as I make it, and it starts to unfold, and it fails. Well, now I've got hindsight. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, I should have known that. But if you haven't experienced it yet, uh, you just don't know. And so every time that happens, I think, okay, that is just so failure to me is so much better than success. Because that's when you really, really learn the most. And that's when your wisdom really starts to develop. You have a toolkit that you can pull from. Absolutely. You guys, that's what she said, you know, like decide it's your turn, make a decision. You know, a famous guest of ours forever ago said indecision is still a decision. Get your ass off the fence or you'll get splinters. So make a decision, you guys. One question I have for you, and obviously I, you look phenomenal, but you did say that you have nine grandchildren. So I, I think you're a little bit older than me. A uh, question I have for you is how are you still, you know, the people that kind of just shock me and makes me so sad. Like I have, like I'm 41, I'll be 41 this fall. I've got literally so much energy for life. I could not even imagine slowing down. I'm just like, oh my God, I, I just love life so, so, so much. At your age, there's a lot of people that kind of are thinking about slowing down and retiring and like settling. And you're just like, oh, hell no, I'm starting this amazing epic business and I'm crushing life and I'm about to like open brick and mortar and bring things back into the business. What is inside of you that like keeps you doing that? Like, is there is there a retirement thing or are you just fired up? Oh, I'm just totally fired up. I'll be 53 in November. Oh, you have nine grandkids at 53? 
Yes. Oh yes. My God, we're not that far yes. apart. <laughs> yes, I have nine grandkids at 53. We have seven children. We're a blended family, but all the grandchildren are from my children. Oh my goodness. <laughs> my husband's children are younger. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just totally fired up. I I will say that a generational gap did exist for me with social media. That for sure, you know, I I've shared this with my community. If we go back just a little bit to mindset, my mindset was one in which when I launched my business Instagram, I blocked all of my children. They did not even know I launched it. And so I want to share that there. Of course, they're my biggest supporters. And they, within a couple months, they're like, mom, a friend of mine said that you came up on there, you know, for you. Are you doing something? But truly for me, I'm a thinker and I needed to be able to think without my kids contacting me and saying, what are you doing? This is a little out of character for you. Um, I think a lot of those thoughts that go through our mind can halt us. And sometimes if we can just do something privately, um, do it, figure out how to do it. And I you know, clients that, that all the time, block whoever you need to block in order to live your purpose. Yes, Even still like, to this day, don't tell anyone. Yeah. And I knew, and you know, I will tell anybody who's listening, it only took me a, I knew it was going to be a little embarrassing. I didn't know how to make a reel. I knew it would be silly. I knew it would look silly. I knew it would not be up to par. It only took me maybe four weeks before I got over that and said, you know, I, I'm just going to look a little silly. And I went ahead and and my kids were, you know, aware at that point. And I, it didn't take me long to get over that little hump, I guess I'm going to say. But if you're afraid to get started because you know you know nothing, then yeah, block whoever you need to block and, and just put yourself out there and start anyways. Or start that's, a new that's account. How I did it. No, like start a new account, like start a whole brand new account, pick a whole new name if you have to, like maybe use the, how did the pink crumb come about, by the way? Well, yeah, and that was a whole new account. Oh, okay. Um, and so I didn't block them from like my personal, but from yeah. my business one. So I did, did you start your um, business I, account from scratch right when you started going to farmers market? Okay. So that was it. Okay. I started it from I started it from scratch when I launched my sprinkle business. Okay. And that was started from scratch. It had zero followers because nobody who knew me knew about it. Um and I, your question was, how did the name come about? You know, I just kept thinking about names and I really love the color pink. I Me figured too. crumb has to do with baking. So I came up with the word crumb. In hindsight, I, people, people just start to know you for your name. I guess I don't feel that as much time as I put into trying to create a name is really even necessary. I think it just you become your brand, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, if it's a product or something like that's a little different, but yeah, absolutely. You've become right. the brand for sure. Um, 
the question I was going to ask now is how do you feel about um, like the course creation and things like that? How do you feel about getting this content all over the world? Like, is this something that you really want to do? Or do you still actually love the baking side of it? Do you actually get to do the baking side of it? I, I mean, obviously all your videos are you setting up a video and baking and all the things, but are you much more on the baking side now? Or are you much more on the like coach creation side? I am much more on the coach creation yeah. side. Um, I do still bake primarily for content and I do sell those baked goods in my community. Do. Um, I do. And my community seems very, very appreciative of that. And so it's a really, really happy medium. I, When I became an elementary school principal, I started to feel like I was getting kind of further removed from the kids and the teachers and being able to coach the teachers. And then when I moved again into the next position, that even compounded even further. And so I really want to continue selling because that helps me help other bakers. If I'm not doing that, then, you know, so, but time-wise that can be challenging. So that's kind of a happy medium. Do you have to? I don't sell nearly. Um, just now starting to get a team. It's been a solo venture. Girl, you're joking. Oh no. my mm -mm. God. Good for you. Mm -mm. Yeah. I just now have assistance from two individuals, but that's been very, very, very recent. Very recent. Oh, that's amazing. I, I tell all my clients, I was like, I outsource everything. I only do two things in life. I enjoy my life and I coach my clients and that's it. I outsource everything else. Like if it doesn't bring me my, one of my mentors a long time ago, said, if it doesn't bring me joy and it doesn't bring me money, I outsource that or get rid of it. Well, maybe we can have a conversation after this because yeah. maybe you can help me because I, that is the direction I need to go is to outsource Absolutely. and make sure and that my time is Absolutely. Your time. And I mean, and this is for anyone listening, you guys, once you get to a certain spot, you have to pick one or two things you want to get really, really good at and the things that bring you the most amount of joy and the most amount of income. And this was not from me. This was from a mentor years and years ago. Chris Harder said, if it doesn't bring you joy and it does bring you income, you better delegate it or get rid of it because you never, just like Tiffany said, she, she's still baking because she loves to bake. I'm still like, one-on-one -on -one coaching, like, and I've said this on this podcast a hundred times, one-on-one -on -one coaching is like the worst use of my time. Like I could be doing groups. I could be doing, I don't because I love it. Like this is like, brings me more joy than anything else working one-on-one -on -one with my clients. I have other ways to make money, all the things, but that to be said, you have to figure out like what it is that you love to do and get to do that more often than not. And then hire people who are better at the other things. Like doing your reels, doing your accounting, like creating, inputting the courses. Like, did you actually record all the videos, put in the videos, set up Thinkific and do all the things? You didn't outsource Absolutely. any of that? Nope. Mm -mm. Oh my God, you're a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> but I will share um, if it's helpful to anyone else. The way I built it was... Um, I built the airplane while I was flying it. Totally. And so I built one signature course and it was called Earn a Full-Time Salary Baking from Home. It had four modules in it. And that was really my signature course. And I, I created the content for that. And then I said, I'm going to be hosting it live. 
and it's going to be four days, two days, week one, two days, week two. And then once I hosted that live and I recorded it now, of course, I have the recording. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And so people really like the live sessions, but then other people really, you know, they can't be there or they don't like live and they can watch it afterwards. But then what I did from that point. So originally the $4.99 only got you that one course. And then what I started doing was, well, every week on Thursday morning, I'm hosting a new workshop and I'm doing it live. Come. Yes. And every time I would record that workshop. And so now at this point, you have a huge content bank. Exactly. And that's how it built momentum because I was constantly saying, I'm going to be live again on Thursday morning. This is this week's topic. Now I will say, um, those were some very rough months because I was cranking out content every week and creating a new workshop. Now though, oh my goodness, like it's like tomorrow's a guest speaker. I'm not creating any content. Somebody's coming in and sharing with us. So now life is very, very much calmer. Um, But if you're wanting to create something similar like that, you can be creating it on the go and adding to your um, community or membership or however you're doing it. Absolutely. And that's the smartest way to do it. You know, over the years, I've worked with a ton of people who say, you know, even unfortunately, there was this gentleman that did a discovery call for me at one point in time or one point in time with me. And um, he created a course that cost him $250,000 to create. I almost fell over. I felt so bad for him. He used his whole retirement, all the things. And one thing that I wish someone would have told him, it makes me emotional because I just think that there's people doing this stuff all the time and people do not realize. I've always said, if you have the cure to cancer and you have the most beautiful website that has the cure to cancer, but no one knows it exists, you have a website that has the cure to cancer that will never cure anyone. So Listen to what Tiffany said. She created it on the go and she figured out before she spent years and she spent so much time, money, energy, effort. She figured out that like, oh, people want this, but they don't want this. People want this, but they don't want this. And she was able to create what actually people were willing to pay for instead of creating all of this shit that perhaps no one ever wanted. Yeah. So smart. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I mean, I think at this point, now that it's built, um, I could easily, if I wanted to say with some advance notice that the price point is changing at this totally. point, because it is a well-developed um, program now. So if anybody out there feels like I did that, you know, I'm building it as I go. So I don't want it to be $5,000 program or anything just yet. You, I, you know, I think if I could give a piece of advice, Please. I would say I am such an overthinker. And one thing I've learned is that when you own your own business, you can make any change that you want at any time. So don't get stuck with the, well, what if that's me? Well, what if I do this and that happens? Or what if I do this and it's wrong? Or what if I do this and then I regret it? change it. You are the CEO of your business. And I have learned that time and time again, that I have created the best plan for something. And then when it all unfolds, nothing in that plan really came true. Mm -hmm. Things that I could have never imagined is what actually came true. And so 
stop overthinking it and just start taking action because you can tweak and pivot and adjust and that's what you'll do. Um, and, and that's just what I consistently do is I just make changes to whatever I want. It's, it's fabulous. Oh, it's so fabulous. I am so grateful that we connected. I just love this podcast so, so much. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. You're just like the epitome of everything I say every single week, the three pillars, the trademark three pillars of everything I coach are decision, faith, and action. And she just said it exactly the way that she needed to. She just decided she's taken some massive action. And, you know, just like you said, it, it turned out better than you ever thought, you know, one touch of God's favor can change everything you guys and do not limit yourself to what can happen because there's one thing one moment that can change everything but you have to start and you have to take that action and you just have to decide that no matter what because when you have confidence and clarity as a human in business when you do that you will be able to figure out the next step you don't have to know all 25 steps you just have to be willing to take the next one so tiffany thank you so so much how does everyone find you how do we get in this five dollar course tell us all the damn things girl tell us all the things oh Absolutely. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok and Facebook, but I'm most active on Instagram. Um, it's the pink crumb with two B's on the end. And then I do have the pink crumb website, but really it just funnels you straight to Think Pink Bakers. So www.thinkpinkbakers.com. That's where the community is. There's a free membership there too for anybody who hasn't started yet and they just want to kind of get their feet wet. Um, and then it goes through the pink plan and the platinum plan and some other other fabulous stuff over there. So that's where I'm at. And I'm so grateful that you had me today. This has been so much fun. So fun. And I'm hoping all your listeners here because I just... I know that you tell everyone in your community, but I just think it's so helpful for people to realize that like, Something like this, you guys, where some 47,000 people have gone through her courses in the last two years or not even a full two years yet is just truly, truly incredible. You never know what can happen, but you will 100% know the outcome if you just don't start. So make that decision. Decide it's your turn. Tiffany, thank you so much for being here, you guys. Everything is in the show notes. Think Pink Bakers. It is always a good time to decide it's your turn. Thanks, Tiffany. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.